0: praise the Lord everybody amen so wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord again amen I don't want to ever be over Calvary praise God I don't want to ever be over Calvary hallelujah if it wasn't for Calvary there wouldn't one of us be here tonight amen if we were here tonight it wouldn't be for the right purpose well praise God amen I'm thankful for Calvary hallelujah hallelujah well Amen. I would appreciate y'all's prayers tonight because my voice is hammered. Amen. And I've got, I think it is nine pages to try to work my way through tonight. Amen. Most of it is scripture, though. I I feel this very strongly on my heart. And uh, it might seem to be a little bit different for a Sunday night, but it is what I felt. Amen. And so I'm just stubborn enough to preach what I feel. Praise God. If you turn with me to Galatians chapter 1 amen and hopefully i read the right scriptures tonight amen i was reading away this morning i'm like this ain't working because this ain't what i studied and then i realized i was just in the wrong book praise god hallelujah happens to everybody i hope (laughs) amen i did want to say though amen i heard something just a few minutes ago about how there was one messenger one preacher at that meeting I want to say tonight, and I'm not saying this because I'm not a flatterer. If you haven't known me yet, I'm not. But I believe that Brother Riggin is one of the premier Bible teachers and preachers in Pentecost. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen, Amen. Amen. I haven't heard one time, amen, a message that he has taught or preached where I have not gone away fed. Amen. Just good, solid Bible teaching and preaching. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter one and verse number one says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God, the father who raised him from the dead and all the brethren, which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you and peace from God, the father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Praise God. This gospel is not of man. Hallelujah. It is by the divine inspiration and revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. For a little bit tonight, amen. I'm going to try to make it a little bit tonight. Uh, Let me rephrase that. I'm going to preach for a little bit. The one true gospel, the one true gospel. Hallelujah. Can you lift your hands? Ask God to have his way in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, you are wonderful. You're mighty Jesus. God, I need your touch, your help tonight, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Amen, amen. And you may be seated. Amen. We have here the beginning of the book Paul wrote to the Galatians. Amen. He gave them a nice greeting for five verses, and then, and then he, his passion overwhelmed him when he said, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel amen which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of christ he went on to say but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached let him be accursed You see, tonight there is but one gospel. There is not another, but there is one gospel. The word of God teaches us that there is one gospel. There is one way to be saved. Hallelujah! Just because man may change what the word of God says and try to reinterpret does not change what the word of God says. We've got to go right back to the book and find out what God divinely inspired when he moved on those men of old as they wrote the Holy Scripture. We've got to go back because there's only one gospel. Hallelujah. Hey, man, if I preach another gospel, the word of God says I'm cursed. Hallelujah. I don't stand behind this pulpit. amen. just casually tonight I realize that if I preach another gospel, if I preach something that is not in this word, that I will be accursed. Hallelujah. Hey, man, this raw gospel that we preach was not after man. Amen. But it was a revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, I certify you, brethren. The gospel I preach is not after man. Praise God. But he received it by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. I do believe that the book teaches us so that Paul, after he came back from those years in the wilderness, he went and spent some time with Peter. Amen. The apostles, they were making sure what he was preaching was still right. Hallelujah. We got to certify this gospel. Yes. Hallelujah. It's got to be certified. Yes. Amen. I know that brother Josh could tell this better than me, but when I was in the car sales business, we had certified pre-owned cars. Amen. All that means is that they, you, you get some good warranty with it. and It's one of their cars, and they inspected it with this. I don't remember how many, couple hundred point inspection, and they said it was certified used car. Praise God. Didn't mean nothing, really. Amen. But they went through this whole certification process uh, to make sure it was good enough to put their certification on. Amen. If there was something wrong with the car and it didn't pass the inspection, it was not a Hyundai certified pre-owned car. It was just a used Hyundai. And we still tried to sell it. Amen. Praise God. But this gospel that we preach has got to line up to the word of God. Because it doesn't matter what I say. It matters what the word of God says. Oh. Hallelujah. I told you I'm going to read a lot of scripture tonight. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. Very familiar scripture to many. It says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. God divinely inspired the writers of the word of God. Amen. They didn't just wake up and casually begin to write it, but it was divinely inspired by God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Amen. All scripture was given by inspiration of God. It is for our benefit. It's good for doctrine. It's good for reproof. It's good for correction. Amen, there's been them times that that I've been wandering this little way and a man of God came over and began stepping on my toes. Amen, because the word of God was trying to reach me. It was good for reproof. It knocked me around a little bit and got my attention because God wants us saved more than we want to be saved. He wants us right more than we want to be right. Hallelujah For reproof, for correction and for instruction. Hallelujah. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and verse number one said, "Would to God, ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ." But I fear lest by any means as a serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. I'm just going to chase the rabbit trail right here and say that the, the, the problem with my generation is that they're trying to make it too complex. The simplicity that is in Christ. I'm not going to knock somebody's education, but I don't need a doctorate to read the Word of God. I don't need a doctorate to go find a prayer closet somewhere and get a hold of God and get the mind of God. I don't need to put together some theological masterpiece that nobody understands because that is not the way that God chose. It's the simplicity that is in Christ. This gospel we preach, it's not complex. It's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. I understand that it changes us completely, and it's complex with its ability to change, but it's not complex in its ability to understand it. Who? Those old elders didn't go to seminary. They went to a prayer closet and they talked to God. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if he receive another spirit which he have not received, or another gospel which he have accepted have not accepted, he might well. Bear with him he said i'm jealous over you he said i i, I presented you to one I, I taught you this doctrine i taught you this gospel i'm jealous over you i don't want somebody to come in and begin to mess with your mind and tell you the word of god's not right i'm jealous over you with a godly jealousy Amen. Paul was wanting them to understand uh, there's still just one gospel. I don't care who comes in uh, telling you you can go another way. Uh, the word of God teaches us uh, that there is but one way. <clears throat> Woo. I've been married now for going close to 10 and a half years. Hey Amen. She's mine. Okay. Some man comes in and tries to make some moves on my wife, brother. I'm not probably going to sit back and just take it. I'm going to make sure we're going to have a little discussion, make sure he understands that that's my wife. And she's not on the market anymore. Hey, man, we can laugh about that, can't we? But it's the truth. Amen. Well, we came to the truth. We got this gospel presented to us. We were a we spouse to one man. We don't need to be looking for another way because there is no other way. He said I am the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. He is the way. Well praise God. If we're not careful we may run into the wrong gospel amen we've got to make sure what we're being told lines up to the word of god amen it doesn't matter what i say it matters what this says amen i'll read you a little bit out of the old testament in deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 1 it says now therefore hearken o israel unto the statutes and under the judgments which i teach you For to do them that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you. Neither shall ye diminish aught from it that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. He said you can't add to the law. You can't take from the law. You've got to live by what the word says. Deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 29 when the Lord thy God shall cut off the nations from before thee where thou goest to possess them and thou succeedest them and dwellest in their land take heed to thyself take heed to thyself take heed to thyself you know what I've got to watch out for number one i got to watch out for my own salvation I can't save anybody I've got to make decisions to save myself. He said, take heed to thyself. That thou be not snared by following them. After that they be destroyed from before thee. And that thou inquire not after their gods. Saying, how did these nations serve their gods? Even so will I do likewise. Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God. For every abomination to the Lord which he hateth had they done unto their gods. For even their sons and their daughters they have burnt in the fire to their gods. Hey Amen. He was driving out some pretty grievous people. I couldn't imagine taking one of my babies and offering them as a sacrifice, burning them. Verse 32 says, What things soever I command you observe to do it, thou shalt not add thereto, nor diminish from it. Let me tell you something, folks, we can't add to this word. And we can't take away from it. We've got to live this. I can't take it away and try to make it say what I want it to say. I've just got to take what's written because I don't want to have that fall on me. What happens if you take away from the word? Proverbs chapter 30 and verse number five says, every word of God is pure. Pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. I don't want God to reprove me. I've got some whoopings from my dad. I don't need to get many from God. I've had him knock me around a time or two, and I don't like it that much. Amen. I'm thankful for it, but I don't like it. Amen. I'm thankful that he's done it and kept me and trying to do his best to keep me. And and every once in a while, if I'm heading the wrong direction, he'll knock me back on course. Amen. But I don't want to find out what it's like to be reproved of God because I've tried to add to his word. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 22, this is a writing where John is winding down his this book of revelation, this great revelation that he had. He said in verse 12 of chapter 22, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, may enter in through the gates into the city. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto these things in the churches, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bride and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is athirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. I believe that the water of life is still available freely. Amen. If we want to partake of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he went on and said, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city. And from the things which are written in this book, he which testifieth these things says, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. He was speaking of his prophecy. He said, I don't want you adding to it. I don't want you to take away from it. You better just leave it alone. And I believe that that is how God feels about his entire word. We can't add to it. We can't take away. We've got to live it the way it's written. Praise God. Amen. I'm trying to establish a little point today. Amen. That we have got to live this according to the word of God. We can only be saved how the word of God says that we're going to be saved. So then what is this gospel? In John chapter 3 and verse number 1. Now this man Nicodemus as most of us no doubt would have been at that point in time was confused because he didn't have John chapter 3 to read. So Nicodemus saith unto him how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? How how do I go through this again? Jesus answered barely, barely I say unto thee Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. He said, you must be born again. You must be born again. He said, you must be born of the water and of the Spirit. Amen. Or you will not enter into the kingdom of God hallelujah in mark chapter 16 and verse number 15 and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. I could get caught up in some shells again tonight. Amen. I tell you what, we shall, we shall. They shall, it's a promise, speak with new tongues. Luke chapter 24 and verse 46. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Amen. We have read in these three passages of Scripture instructions from Jesus to his people. He told Nicodemus, You must be born again. He told them, Go into the world and preach the gospel. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And then he said, that repentance, remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You're witnesses of these things. He said, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem. So they went to Jerusalem. And there they tarried. Amen. I believe that they spent the time seeking God. I believe they spent the time worshiping God and praising God. Amen. Talking to him and they were binding together with the same cause and in Acts chapter 2 verse number 1 it says and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled they were filled Filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah, these were some folks that had believed on Him and sought Him, and all of a sudden that rushing wind blew in there, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah, all at once, uh, they had a fulfillment uh, of that promise that God had given to them. Uh, that promise where Jesus said, uh, go tarry ye in Jerusalem uh, until you be endued with
1: power from on high.
0: At some point in time on that day, they ventured out from the upper room where they were. Hey man, still... If I understand the scripture correctly, still speaking in those unknown tongues. You say, well, how do you know that? Because there were men from all types of countries there for the Feast of Pentecost. And they heard these people speaking in their native tongues that they knew good and well, did not know their native tongues. They couldn't understand it. It didn't make sense to them. And so they tried to explain it away by saying, these men are drunk. Now I'll say to you, I've never been drunk on alcohol, amen, but uh, I've, I've been around some folks a time or two. And I spent three years working in hotels and I worked second shift, amen, and so I've seen a few drunk folks come in there. And you know what? They didn't talk like they did when they checked into the hotel, Hey, man, Their tongue was a little bit thick and they didn't talk quite the same. But I could still understand them because they weren't speaking in some foreign tongue. They were still speaking what they knew, which was their version of English. Praise God. Amen. And, uh, and, uh, and it was interesting. Just, that's the way it was. So these men didn't have an explanation, so they tried to. They started making fun of what they didn't understand. But Peter stood up and said, These aren't drunk like you're supposed to sing. It's but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaids I will pour out in those days of my spirit, uh, and they shall prophesy. I'll show wonders in heaven above, signs in the earth beneath, uh, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Uh, The sun shall be turned into darkness, uh, and the moon into blood. Before that great and notable day of the Lord come, and it shall come to pass, that whosoever believeth on him shall be saved he went on preaching to them I ain't going to quote the whole thing because I can't praise God amen but it's a powerful message that Peter preached and, uh, and they were pricked in their hearts and said what what do we do what do we do and in verse number 38 Peter said unto them repent repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of sins uh, and you shall receive uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus looked at Nicodemus and said, you must be born of the water and of the spirit. You're born of the water and the baptismal tank uh, when you're buried with him in baptism when you go down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. You're born in the spirit when he fills you with his spirit. You shall, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is unto you and your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall come. Hallelujah, I'm telling you tonight, uh, the Holy Ghost is still real. Uh, The Holy Ghost is still available. Uh, The Holy Ghost is in this house. Uh, If you're wanting it, uh, you can walk out of here tonight uh, born of the Spirit. And with many other words that he testified and exhorts saying, Verse 40, save yourselves. Save yourselves. Save yourselves. Remember that verse said, take heed unto yourself. Here Peter said, save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. The same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. And in breaking of bread and in prayers. You say, well, that was for the day of Pentecost. Okay. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 8, verse number 27, it says, And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet, or Isaiah, The Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? He said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired, Philip, that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth, reading out of the book of Isaiah, chapter fifty-three, and in his humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speakest speaketh the prophet this, or of himself, or of some other man. What does this mean? What does this mean? Then Philip opened his mouth and began with the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. Amen. This man said, what do I have to do? And Philip said, hey, I can tell you what you need to do. And he began to preach unto him, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is the way, the truth, the life. I'm telling you, he is still the way. praise God. Well, I don't know. Well, let's read Acts chapter 10. Hallelujah. Up to this point in time, the only one that had gotten the Holy Ghost was the Jews. And there was a man, it was a devout man by the name of Cornelius who was praying and his prayers built up a a monument, if you would, a memorial there. And, uh, God spoke to him and told him to go sin for this man named Peter. Peter was up on a rooftop praying, and, and God showed him a vision. This great blanket come down with unclean animals on it. It said, take and eat. He said, I have not eaten that which is unclean. He said, I've never done it. And God said, take and eat. Don't call that which I call clean unclean amen and and Peter was no; he's confused by what was going on and all of a sudden this servant came and knocked on the door told him the story and so Peter got some of those other believers with him and they went to the house of Cornelius and and Cornelius began to explain it to him and Peter began to preach to them and in verse 44 it says while Peter yet spake these words the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word you say but how did they know that the Holy Ghost fell on them And they of the circumcision, or the Jews, which believed, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. But how did they know that they got the Holy Ghost? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Hallelujah, I tell you what, we're not crazy tonight. The word of God is very clear that when you receive the Holy Ghost, you will speak with tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. The Bible calls the tongue the most unruly member. Amen, but when you submit yourself to God and you seek God, I'll tell you what, he takes control of that unruly member and you begin to speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, which is Jesus. Then pray they him to tarry certain days. Well, I'm still not sure. Okay, Just reading the scripture to you folks. Acts chapter number 19. Amen. Might as well read there while we're at it. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? That's still a valid question today. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Hallelujah. And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. We've never heard about this before. So he said unto them, Have you? Oh, wait. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? How were you baptized? They said, Unto John's baptism. These were disciples of John the Baptist, devout men, men that loved God. They were good men. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me tell you something. It's still the only way. According to the scripture, we've got to repent of our sin. We've got to be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. And you shall, you shall, you shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. First, everyone, Paul writing he said, "Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand; by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in thee. He said, "I'm going to tell you what I preached to you, and that's how you saved." For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. The gospel is nothing more than the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if we're going to be saved, we've got to identify and take on that gospel. You say, what I got to do? Die. Yes, you do. You see, repentance is dying out to the flesh. That's our place of death. Amen. We're buried in the tank of the water when we go down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. We are buried with him by baptism and we're resurrected in a newness of life uh, through the infilling uh, of the Holy Ghost. It's the only gospel. It's the one and the only. It's the only way we can make it. And I'm telling you, it's free. It's available. It's simple. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want the whole truth. I want the truth. I want the true gospel. I want the word of God. I I want to identify with this word. I want to be obedient to this word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Those disciples of John, they were believers. Paul did not deny that they were believers. He simply said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Hallelujah. It's not enough just to be a believer. We've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. We've got to be buried in baptism. We've got to identify with the whole gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You stand with me tonight. Amen. The one true gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to be one that's accused of preaching another gospel. I don't want to be one that would pervert the gospel of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that this is the one true gospel it's how they were saved in the word of god and jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever if that's how they were saved back then that's how we've got to be saved today we've got to repent of our sin we've got to be baptized in the name of jesus christ and if we do that he shall it's a promise he will fill you with the holy ghost Hallelujah. He'll change your life. He'll give you peace and joy and righteousness
1: in the Holy Ghost.
0: Hallelujah. 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 Woo! Hallelujah. Hey Amen. There's been times in my life that I've drank. Every one time we, we went camping, and my grandpa went and bought the soda for the trip back in those days I was a Mountain Dew drinker and he showed up with Mountain Lightning a generic version and it was okay in other words I drank it but it wasn't the real thing it was a cheaper imitation of the real thing Amen, and I'm telling you, there wasn't like opening the top and drinking the real thing. I'll tell you what, we can have a little peace of God and feel him a little bit, but I'm telling you it's nothing like when you're filled with the Holy Ghost. It's nothing like when the power of God overcomes you and all of a sudden your tongue begins to speak a language you don't know and he fills you with his spirit. There's nothing cheap about it. It's the real thing. It's the right thing. It's the one true gospel. It's real, I tell you it's real, it's real. It's not something made up. It's not generic, it's the real thing. Hallelujah, I don't know where you're at tonight, but if you need the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, you'll come repent and lift up your hands and begin to magnify God, the Holy Ghost will come down. You can walk out these doors filled with the Holy Ghost hallelujah hallelujah it don't matter if you've been here for 30 years or this is the first time you've ever stepped foot in these doors it matters not to god he desires he desires to fill you with the holy ghost The Bible said it is the will of God that none would perish, but that all would come to repentance. It is his desire that we find that place of repentance, and if we find it, he will fill us. He will fill us with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. i tell you what, it's real. Amen, it's real. I don't want to fake. Amen, I don't like the invitation. But you can come tonight and leave with the real thing. You can leave endued with power from on high. Woo, hallelujah. hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's the one true gospel. It's the one true gospel. hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. At the close of this service, I would invite you to come. Amen. And come, let's lift up our hands and magnify God. If you need to find that place of repentance, why don't you repent of your sin? He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and then begin to lift him up. And i tell you, it is a promise from God that he will come and fill you with his spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't you take the person by the hand that's next to you and let's come to the front tonight and begin to magnify the Lord. Amen, let's all leave this place tonight filled with the Holy Ghost. If you've had it before, so be it. Come and get it again. If you've never had it, I tell you, the promise, the promise is unto you. It's unto your children. It's unto all that are far off hallelujah why don't you come and seek him why don't you come and let him fill you with his spirit hallelujah amen let's lift up our hands and glorify god can we lift up our hands and magnify him